This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is the Pep Talk. Now here's Ernie Anastas and Patricia Stark. Imagine me and you. I do. Yeah. I think about you day and night. It's only right. It's only right. Don't you love that song? I love this song. This is so cool. The turtles. So happy together. Here we go. No, you're, you're jumping. Hosting a podcast without <laughs> anyone but you. I love it, and I love you too. This is this is such a great song. You know, it it sets the tone for what we're talking about today. We're talking about trying to be happy, and you do have to try to be happy because many times people think that it just happens by itself. But many times you have to work at it, don't you? And many times it's our habits yes. that make our happiness or break our happiness. Mm. And we're not going to reveal who the guest is just yet, but we do have a person who is an expert yeah. in how our habits create our happiness today, Ernie. Exactly. And you know, when you talk about a habit, what kind of a habit do you have? I'll, I'll share mine. I love gratitude. Many times when I'm thinking about happiness, I just stop and say, what am I happy about? What am I thankful for? And when I go through the list, you know, family, a good health, good things that are going on and so forth, that to me sets the tone. And that's a habit that I have formed over the years. Yes. What do you do? I would say that the habit that I've formed over the years is deciding that it's a choice whether you are going to be an optimist yeah. or a pessimist. A lot of people will say, oh, no, that's not my choice. But it mm -hmm. is your choice. Once mm -hmm. you grow up and you're a big boy or girl, you really get to decide. And I always remember the quote from Abraham Lincoln that you are as happy as you make up your mind to be. Oh, sure. Yeah. And it's how you see how you view the world. And, you know, many times I love going out on the street asking people questions. And I've asked, you know, what makes you happy? Number one answer is always family, relationships. Yes. You rarely hear people saying money, my new car. It's not the material world. It's that other world that we're talking about. It's that spirituality, mm -hmm. friendship, relationships. That's what it really all comes down to. And I think it's great. I think yeah. it's the way to go. I agree. It's usually spending time with people you love, yeah. doing things you care about. I think that people are also happy when they feel balanced, when they feel healthy, when they feel like they have peace of mind. Mm -hmm. So, you know, those things are really important. But I'm a little curious also, Ernie, are yes. there little quirks or little things or treats or things that you do that bring you small moments of joy? Like for instance, yes. the thing that I wake up about thinking about every morning right. is my cup of tea with honey. That gives me immeasurable happiness every morning. It's just my ritual that makes me thrilled to start the day. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's a good thing. I'm not a coffee drinker or tea or anything like that. So it's not that, but I do like good food. Mm. And my wife is a great cook. And I look forward to a lot of traditional meals that are fabulous, yeah. some that are just alone or some with family. But I think food is good. But I have to tell you something. And now I'm going to go back a little bit because I was talking about how, you know, it's not the material thing. But I like to dress up. 
I enjoy. I'm dressed up yeah, today, as you can beautiful see. Beautiful suit Got a today, blue suit, blue suit with a yeah. yellow and blue striped yeah. tie, looking stunning. Well, I think it's because of television. You know, yeah. I've been doing television all my life, so I enjoy getting dressed up. And it's not, you know, necessarily an expensive thing, but I like a nice tie. Yeah, I, I've collected. You won't believe this, but I'm talking about 40 years on the air. 800 times. Oh, my goodness. 800, 800. times wow. in the closet. <laughs> and I've got them all lined up, you know, different colors and so forth. But I just love putting on a great tie. And ties are fun. So, you know, I like putting on a nice yeah, tie. I, you know, that makes me want to ask yeah. you about another habit. Okay. So, oh, here we uh, go. No, habits that make me happy. And I and I don't always hit the mark here, but being organized. And yeah. when you just said that, Ernie, are your clothes lined up in color order oh, in man. your closet. I want to know. <laughs> I, I, I really am bad when it comes to this because I'm a neat freak. Oh, I really good, am. I, I love being organized. I mean, I like to enjoy everything. When the kids are over the house, when people are there, mess up the house, do whatever you want, but then put it back. I like to put it all back. Yeah. So I like order and order is important. So I am pretty much organized with clothes and desk and things like that. And look how organized we are here. Yes. In the, you know, the studio, we got papers here, we got phones, we got all kinds but of stuff. But that contributes to happiness yeah. because I think that disorganization leads to stress. It leads to confusion. And I think being organized is definitely a happiness habit. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that. And this is a great segue. We have a very, very special guest today. Michelle Phillips is the president of Key Performance, and she is the author of a book called Happiness is a Habit, Simply Daily Rituals that Increase Energy, Improve Well-Being, and Add Joy to Every Day. Now, she specializes in increasing happiness, utilizing the latest findings of neuroscience, Mm. habits, and positive psychology. And she really has very simple formulas for success and in happiness that we can apply immediately. So please welcome Michelle Phillips. Hey, Michelle. Nice to have you here. Hello, Ernie and Patricia. I'm so excited to be here. Well, we're happy to have you here. I have to ask you the quick question. Are you a happy person? Are you happy? I am, and my closet is pretty organized. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) That's part of it, isn't it? (laughs) So, Michelle, can our habits, you know, you say something in your book and in some of the materials that I've read where our life is run by our habits. What do you mean by that? Well, what we don't realize is most of the day we're kind of reliving the day before. We wake up in the morning and you never sat down with a pad and pen and said, should I let the cat out or put on the tea? right? You just created a ritual. So my goal is to have people look at their rituals and habits mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. Mm -hmm. That's pretty fundamental. And I want you to break it down a little bit for us because I, I hear what you're saying, because I like to make a list the night before of what I have to do the next day. And by doing that, I sleep well because I don't have to think about anything. So Mm. making a list really helps me out. Now, that's a habit that I formed. How do people form these habits? How easy is it to do and how difficult is it to do it? Well, most of us form them unconsciously, right? And when we think of habits, we think of bad habits. But good habits are just as rewarding. So I want you to consciously realize that the habits you have right now They don't take any energy. You do them without thinking. So if I said to you, Ernie or Patricia, what's a new habit? And just pick one, Mm -hmm. right? Could be a thinking habit. Okay. Could be an exercise habit. And you pick one. And then I ask you to repeat it. I tell you to repeat it for 90 days. And to make it so simple, you can't fail. And after, you know, 30 days, you're almost doing it without thinking. And the goal is to get more things in your life on autopilot that are giving you positive Mm. 
results. Mm -hmm. So then would it make sense then, rather than trying to break a bad habit, rather trying to replace it or create a new habit? Oh my gosh, Patricia, I love that you asked this because I I am all about adding and not subtracting, right? right? Because if you, I always say, do whatever. If you want to eat your cookies, you know, whatever you do, don't stop. Add a good habit. The more good habits you accumulate, the bad habits start to look ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Ah, I like Mm -hmm. that. You know, I have to ask you something because this is, I think, very important. The word control. Control really comes into the habit forming, in my opinion, because you feel like you have control or you don't have control. So how do we control that? How do you decide, okay, I will make sure that I can follow this, I'll be disciplined enough, and other people will not influence me and determine how I will form this habit or not form this habit? Mm -hmm. How do you do that? Another great one, Ernie. Thank you. Because I want you to make this so easy you can't fail. Mm. Because when we make it too hard, right, I'm not, you know, January 1st, we think we're going to exercise and never eat things, you know, certain things. And I say, add an apple. Make it as easy as an apple a day. Make it as easy as a one-minute meditation. Mm-hmm. Make it as easy as reading two books, two books, two pages of a book three times a week. And you start to gain confidence. And when you don't do what you say, let yourself off the hook uh-huh. and start tomorrow. The kinder you are to yourself, the easier you make it. And then you build up momentum to do the really big things. Why do you think humans need habits? Like, why do we create good habits and create bad habits? What is it about habits and human beings? I think our bodies and our minds are fabulous, right? There's so much stimuli in the world. We can only focus on so much at a time, right? So we create these external habits to keep us safe, to keep us, you know, where we need to be. But again, most people are unconsciously creating them. And when you make it easy, you make it fun. I always say this is not a quick fix. This is little tiny habit over a long period of time. And then you start to realize that the habits you have are for you, not against you. Um, I think we need them because there's just so much happening at once in our world. Mm -hmm. But also because there's so much happening, we tend not to tend to our habits. And that's what causes you know, traumatic thinking and people getting, you know, in their own way. Michelle, let me ask you this, because we're talking about the subject of happiness. We're talking about habits as well, but happiness overall is what we're thinking about. Now, let me ask you this, because many times people will say to me, you know, I know you talk about being happy and being positive, and I truly believe that. But other people will challenge me and they'll say, wait a minute. Are you living in the real world here, Ernie? Because, you know, no, seriously, because it's like you're talking about that, but, you know, it's not really like that because the real world is full of all kinds of problems. I've got problems in my life. I've got difficulties that I'm trying to overcome. And just turn on the news and see all the terrible things that are going on. How do you answer that? I have an answer for it, but I want to hear what you have to say. How do we control that? And and I follow both you and Patricia, so I know we subscribe to a similar theory. But one of my biggest habits is I don't focus on things I don't control, Mm. right? I can help the world, like like you and Patricia are doing, by sharing good habits, by sharing positive news, right? It does me no good to have a habit of focusing on all the things I don't control, right? That doesn't mean I don't care. And that's, I think, what it gets misconstrued, that, you know, oh, you're living this happy life and focusing on these happy things doesn't mean you don't care and doesn't mean you're not making a difference, but you're choosing to put your energy 
on things that you do control. Oh. And I love that that is really lending itself to uh, the habit of what you choose to focus on. Like my father always used to say growing up, you know, there's always going to be negative things, negative people, really good and bad things happening in the world since the beginning of time. And at any time in the day, you can choose to focus on the terrible things that are happening because they'll always be there. Or you could choose to focus on what is good, what is right, what is bright, what is positive, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that what I'm hearing is deciding on that habit to focus on the good is an important habit to create. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Go ahead, Ernie. I'd love I, to hear you. No, take. I was going to say that, you know, I think in my opinion, the most important person in your happiness is you. Okay. You really have the power and the control. But I also believe being surrounded by other people who are positive and upbeat. People are like elevators. They can take you up or down. <laughs> yes. And you have yeah. to be careful about that. And I think it's surrounding yourself with people. And when people ask me, they'll say, you know, how come you, you feel or you look like you're so happy all the time? And I must say, and I'm going to introduce the subject matter, and I know you and I, Patricia, are pretty high on this. I believe in spirituality. To me, that has always been a foundation in my life. Too, yes. And one creator for the entire world, for all of humanity, for everything. And to me, that is a center and a focal point in my life. And I have that, and that gives me the base for my happiness. What do you think about that? I think it's one of my habits, right? It's, you know, I, you know, where do you get your spiritual energy? And do you believe in something greater than you? Hmm. And if you believe in something greater than you, you believe, I always said that we're, we're always evolving. We're always growing that every one of us has greatness within us, but some are not, you know, we're all forming, we're all growing, right? But the spirituality is, Something, you know, one of my habits is connect with your spiritual side. Sure. Right. That feeling that there's a bigger energy, there's a bigger plan and trusting that plan, even when it, you look at the news and it, none of it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. That's really the connection is so, so important. So, Michelle, since you've written this book and I know that you speak, you work at a lot of corporations, you interact with people all the time and, and probably learn about habits and people will come up to you and tell you that what are their happiness habits. And I know that it's not one size fits all. Obviously, our individual needs and, and things that make us happy vary. But could you give some of our listeners a couple of of tried and true happiness habits. If someone listening right now is thinking, what's a habit I could you know, take on right now that might bring me more happiness? What might be some of your golden nuggets? Yeah, the biggest thing, you know, this, this happiness book is now evolving into the next book I'm working on is really paying attention to your feelings. How you're feeling in the moment is usually based on what you're thinking, what you're believing, or what you're experiencing. Mm -hmm. So the habit of guiding your thoughts disciplining your mind, like, you know, waking up in the morning, like you said, what's the thing that's going to put you on that trajectory, getting in the habit of seeing things in a new way. Mm. You know, during COVID, when we started lockdown, I mean, everything was going out of control. And we were all scared and frightened and didn't know which way to go. I googled, I found an article called 10 great things that came out of the black plague. <laughs> So <laughs> I will find the good in anything, right? Like, wow. wow. If you can find that. Good. Wow. Yeah. There will be something good to come out of this. So the habit of guiding your thoughts when they start to go down to a dark place, the habit of, is it false fear, right? I always say, if my fight and flight goes on or I'm feeling badly, is somebody bleeding? Is there an emergency right now that needs my attention? If not, it's my imagination. It's my thoughts taking me down a road I don't want to go. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. it's that those thoughts 
habits to me are the most powerful habits anyone can start to use especially in the times we're living in. Yeah. Mm. You know, several years back, I interviewed Deepak Chopra, and we were talking about, you know, this. And there was a great line I think you know about it. He said, you know, yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, and today is a present. That's why we call it a gift. And so talk about living in the present, because I think that that's very important, because a lot of people get hung up on the past. You know, why did I do that? Why did that happen to me? Why, why, why? And also thinking about the future, you know, what's going to happen, worrying about this and worrying about that. But living in the present, understanding where you are today in this moment, the moment we are right now, we're on the air, right? We're doing this thing. This is it. This right. is all we've got This is all that right exists now. right this now. This is it. Yes. How important is that, Michelle? Yes. And, you know, I've read so much of Deepak's work, so highly a big fan. And the beautiful thing I realized in doing this work is when you really are in the present moment, the chatter in your head stops, Hmm. right? You're not in the future and you're not in the past. It's kind of like if you think about when you're riding a bicycle, you're dancing, or you're doing something which takes you into the entire activity. Mm -hmm. And you realize, oh my gosh, I just spent an hour on the dance floor and I didn't think about my bills. I didn't think about the state (laughs) of the world, right? So it's learning how to get to that present moment over and over during the day, but it could be as simple as going through your senses. Yes. Yeah, and just really being, and, 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 and I don't know if you've heard this, but I, it almost sounds like what I've heard too is being referred to as flow. When you're in flow, yeah. where you're so in the moment, either you're so involved in, in being in love or in your work or being creative in some way, like when you f- are in that flow, which is what I think we're all talking about right sure, now, sure. there is no past, present, or future. There's only right now. Yeah. You know, I have, yeah. I, I have a habit too, by the way. I do this often. Many times, for example, when I've been in the newsroom and we've done a great job on a story or at home, if things are going really well, I stop many times and I'll just say, wait, wait, hold on one second, everybody. Just wait right now. Are we having a good time? Yes. <laughs> Just remember one thing. Yes. These are the good old days. Right now. These are the good old days. It's not we're going to think about this in a year or two or five from now. But right now at this moment, these are the good old days. Remember it. Live it. Feel it. Absorb it. And enjoy it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think, Michelle, you know, you're bringing up this point of really being in the moment and that being a habit that we can all create and and really all try to focus on takes me way even back to my wedding day when people would tell me it's going to go so fast. Everybody says how Mm -hmm, fast it goes. mm -hmm. And the best advice that I got from someone was every 20 minutes to a half an hour, just stop what you're doing, look around and bask in it, soak it all in and savor it until this day. I don't feel like my wedding day went fast. Oh, there you and go. I think to be able to do that every day where we all just stop and really, like you said, feel the emotion, sure. be in it, sit in it, savor that moment is an amazing habit that we could all, you know, make use of. Absolutely. Yes. Michelle, go ahead. No, and you know what happens sometimes is these, both of you were talking about something so powerful in positive psychology, they call it savoring, that check-in. Are we having a good time right now? And what happens is I think these things sometimes seem so simple that people don't take them seriously. Mm -hmm. And I urge people, I say, I can't, I could scream, you know, jump up and down, but you have to try it on for 30 days and you be the judge. This works. Yeah. I'm going to go back for a minute to that spirituality because that's a, a great topic. And every time I bring it up, people get very excited about it. I always find there's a great reaction to spirituality. So I really think that it's important, and this I'm a big proponent of this, to be able to teach you know our children, especially at a very early age, where you came from, why you're here, and where you're going. I think those are fundamental 
I think you have to understand that. And I think if you do, if you have a good sense, they say one of the best gifts you can give a child is good self-esteem. If a child has a good sense of self and respects himself, herself, that's so powerful. No matter what happens in life, ups and downs, they'll always feel good about themselves. Yeah. I think that's a great gift. You talk about a habit. That's a great habit. To know your value. Yeah. What do you think, Michelle? And to to teach, yes. Oh my gosh, I'm like cheering. To teach children that they have access to this inside of them, Mm. Mm -hmm. right? That it doesn't have to come from outside because that's where our social media world and what people think and opinions, but that they have access to the spirit within them, yeah. right? That yeah. in my new book I'm talking about, like being, it's the same in happiness is a habit. When you are mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally connected, you are connected to something greater than yourself. Mm-hmm. And the more time I, the more I practice kind of what I preach, the higher energy I felt, the better I felt, the better connected to the spiritual, my spiritual side I felt. And I knew, oh my gosh, this is what we need to be teaching people how to connect to what, what I, I'm now deeming my personal energy alignment, which comes from within and gives yeah. you the confidence and the spiritual side. And to not fear that. You know, I think yeah. that that's not something that we teach at a young age is to tap into that internal place and that spiritual place. Because think of it, so often we're causing so much noise between television, video games, external worries of what people are thinking. Like there's so much external bombardment happening constantly that can distract us that I think if we're used to that, going internal into that quiet place can be very frightening for some people. Yes, it can be. And that's where I would, you know, what you said, Patricia, earlier about the flow state. It's when your child is in that flow state when they're playing or they're riding their bicycle and, and telling, you know, teaching them that you can reach this state even when you're sitting, you know, at your desk at school and you can reach this, you know, so it's that there's a lot more to this, but teaching them that they do know how to get there because they are getting, you know, kids get there sure. way faster than adults. We're the ones that go down the, you know, the dark road. We've been more <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But, but identifying, oh my gosh, that happy feeling you felt when we went to mm-hmm. grandma's last week. Yep. You know, that's the feeling we want to cultivate. And I love that it's leading to the point of knowing that you can be happy when you're completely alone. That within your own self lies this internal happiness where you can feel that peace of mind Mm -hmm. when you're completely by yourself. All all beautiful thoughts. And, you know, again, as far as children go, we all love kids. You know, you think about the real opportunity that we all have to be able to help a child to form these habits that we're talking about and a good sense of themselves and to understand themselves better and to give them the encouragement. I mean, what a wonderful opportunity it is. I I love being a parent, being able to take a child and, and just help them through life and to give them that foundation. And that's what it is, the foundation they need and to encourage them in many ways. It begins at home. I think schools have a responsibility as well and organizations, whether it's playing a sport to Everyone have that opportunity to say, I contributed in some way. Can you remember, I I can, a teacher or someone, a a relative or your parent that said something to you that stays with you right now, that's still in your mind? 
Oh, 100%. Course, I, I think yeah. about it and refer to it all the time. Right. And I think that books also do that. Yeah. You know, there's so many books in my life that have touched me that way. And that's one thing I love about your book, Michelle, Happiness is a Habit, is I think it's so easy to digest. It's easy to you know institute some of these things for all ages. Sure. I think that anybody could read this book and help children and parents and adults of all ages to acquire some of these habits. Absolutely. Well, Patricia, we want to help everybody that we can. And this is the purpose of our pep talk. And Michelle Phillips has been a great guest today. Michelle, thank you so much. Yes, Michelle, thank oh, you for joining so us. Great. Thank you for having me. And good luck with your next book. What's the next book going to be called? Does it have a title yet? The working title is Energy Rules, but it's about this energy of optimism and energy and happiness and spirit, right? So it's the next chapter. Oh, well, we'll have Very to nice. have you back on for that one as well then. Thank you so much again for joining us. Thank, Thank you, you, Michelle. Ernie. Thank you, Patricia. Appreciate it. What a great song. Everybody <laughs> likes this little tune, right? Had a good time today. It was great. And let's all get in the habit of having a great day and being positive and hopeful and all good things. And we'll see you next time. Ernie and Patricia here on Pep Talk on WABC. Bye, everybody. Here's a little song I wrote. You might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry. Be happy. In every life we have some trouble. But when you worry, you make it double. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy now. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.